Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Brewer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's going on, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. First of all, Happy New Year 2022. What the heck is going on? Time is flying by. I still remember being young when the clock struck midnight at 2000, Y2K. We thought the world was going to end. We thought all the computers were going to crash. Here we are 22 years later. 22 years later. That's insane to me. I thought for sure by now we would all be flying around in flying cars. There would be no more ground transportation, but here we are still driving our cars. It's all good. Honestly, the thought of a flying car freaks me out, so I'm glad we're still at ground level. But anyways, this podcast is off to a weird start. Welcome. I'm so happy you're here and I'm so happy you're spending some time with me today. Before we get into the details of today's episode and my whole goal setting process, I want to let you know how you will actually get the most out of this episode. The way you will get the absolute most out of this goal setting process is to listen to this podcast when you're undistracted. So usually I make podcasts that are super easy to listen to on the go while you're walking, while you're driving, while you're working out. Today's is more of a sit down with a notebook, with a journal kind of vibe, and I'm also giving you the opportunity to download this workbook and do it right along with me. So stay tuned for details about that if you want to get the most out of it. Another option is to listen to this podcast in detail and go back and do this later. So don't feel like if you're not at home, if you're not ready to sit down and have this whole expansive thought-provoking goal process session, that's totally fine. You can listen to this now, but I strongly encourage you to take action on this goal setting process later. This is the goal setting process that I've used with my clients for two years now. I've tweaked it. I've refined it as time has gone on because we all change. We all grow. And I will be tweaking it a little bit more for you today. But this comes from a workbook that I created for my clients called Set Goals with Soul. I originally introduced this workbook to the ladies who came to my year-long group retreat in Florida, January of 2020, right before the world shut down. We all got to spend a beautiful weekend together, letting go of things that were no longer serving us and planning for 2020. Joke was on us. The whole world got shut down. But it's all good because we had this framework to follow and stay consistent with over the course of the year. This goal setting process is not about being perfect or erasing everything that's happened in your life and imagining that you're this brand new person on January 1st. That's not realistic and that's not what we're going for here. You are the same person that you were on December 31st. And that's a beautiful thing because we learn and grow from our past experiences. So we don't want to jump into the new year and be like, new year, new me. I know I've said that before, but that's so much pressure. And you can't just erase your past or pretend like it doesn't exist. Instead, you can use it as an opportunity to help you grow and to truly help you thrive and flourish and learn more about yourself. If you would like to complete this workbook right along with me as we go through this podcast, head to julieboer.com slash ebooks. I will leave the link below in the description of this episode, and you will be able to download it for free for the next two weeks to inspire you to take action ASAP. So go to julieboer.com slash ebooks to download it. Without further ado, let's dive into today's mini workshop called Setting Goals with Soul. 
If you guys want me to do this as a live Zoom or a pre-recorded Zoom, where I actually sit down, walk you through this whole process, I give you time to write out your answers, so you're essentially doing it along with me as if you're one of my clients, I would be so happy to do that. So if that is something you're interested in, can you shoot me an email and let me know and we can make that happen. Because this is happening kind of on a podcast and not in real time where we're face to face or on a Zoom call and we don't have the opportunity to just sit down and pause and give you ample time to answer each question, what I encourage you to do as I read these questions and I say, now's a good time to pause, go ahead and pause the podcast, write out your answers and then continue on with the podcast. And if you're just listening to it all the way through, that's the reason I'm setting it up this way. So you don't have five to 10 minutes of blank audio in between. You can just listen to it all the way through. But if you are doing this along with me, I encourage you to pause it, write down your answers, and then start the podcast again. Okay, so question number one, how do I want to feel? I've done a podcast about this before. I think it was in the beginning of 2021. But a lot of us go about goal setting in the incorrect way. We focus on the outcome, the goal that we're trying to achieve, when really what's happening is that we think by achieving a certain goal, we will feel a certain way. For example, we think that by losing weight, we will feel more confident. We think that if we have more money, we will feel more safe and free. The list goes on and on, but you get the point. So by sitting down and analyzing how do I want to feel, that allows us the opportunity to start to work on feeling those things on a daily and weekly basis in the process of achieving the big goals that we have for ourselves. Otherwise, and I know this from experience, you will get to a goal, you will accomplish the goal, and you will still feel empty. Because if you haven't been working on cultivating those feelings along the way, they don't just magically appear when you achieve the goal. A lot of us think they do, and that's why a lot of us put these goals on a pedestal and we worship them thinking that if we just lose the weight or get the guy or make the money, then all of a sudden we're going to be so happy and free and confident and peaceful and this and that, when realistically you have to work on cultivating those feelings along the way in order to feel that way when the goal is accomplished. So go ahead and pause the podcast and just write down a list of how you want to feel. How do I want to feel this year in 2022? The next question I will ask you is, what are my core values? We use core values as a guidepost for decision making. So we can always go back to a decision and say, does this line up with my core values? Core values to me are fundamental. They are things that don't necessarily change. I don't think that this is something that you can just come up with in a 15 minute goal setting session, but this is a really good foundational place to start so that you can go back and revisit them and shift as the weeks go on and you start to mull it over and think about it a little more. What happens is if you don't have core values established, you kind of just wander through life and you don't really know or have a compass to make decisions by without taking the time to say, okay, does this really line up with my core values? Just in case you need a little bit of inspiration to get your gears turning, here are some examples of core values. So you can say adventure, authenticity, commitment, compassion, consistency, courage, honesty, humor, independence, loyalty, open-mindedness, optimism, reliability, respect, equality, fitness, freedom, philanthropy, or you can even do it in statement form. For example, honesty is always the best policy or a belief in maintaining a healthy work-life balance. Once again, go ahead and pause and write down what are my core values. The next thing we're going to do is a goal brain dump. So if you're anything like me, you have a thousand goals just swirling in your head at all times. 
The beautiful part about this gold brain dump is that you can ask yourself the question, what would I write down if I knew I was not going to fail? Or if this was my last month, my last year on earth, what would I want to accomplish? Just be ruthlessly honest with yourself as you're doing this gold brain dump. Set no limits, dream big. You can put small goals and big goals, everything in between, but just get all of those ideas that have been swirling around your head onto paper. Go ahead and write down your goal brain dump. So the next part of this exercise is very exciting to me. It's where we are going to get more specific and we are going to refine our goals and set some actual tangible goals. The first thing I want you to consider when you're thinking about setting your top three goals is what time frame feels good at this moment for you to plan for. Originally, I taught this exercise as doing your top three goals for the year. In that case, it would be the top three goals for 2022, depending on when you're listening to this podcast that I'm recording in January of 2022. But what I have discovered since becoming a mom is that everything changes all the time. Your baby changes, which means your routine changes. And planning for a whole entire year started to feel super overwhelming. I decided to look at the first three months of the year, which I consider quarter one. What are my top three goals for quarter one? And again, you can do whatever time frame feels good for you. I wouldn't encourage you to go beyond a year, but I think two good places to start would either be quarter one or for the full year. So go ahead and look at your goal brain dump and circle the top three things that you really, really want to work on. Don't overanalyze it. Really feel into this. Look back at how you want to feel, all those feelings you wrote down in the beginning, and see which goals line up with those feelings the most. Go ahead and write down or circle those top three goals for whatever time frame that you've chosen. Now that you have your top three, again, there's nothing magical about three. I don't really like going beyond three, especially for a shorter time frame, because that's just so overwhelming to be working on so many things at once. Honestly, even if you had one main goal for either the first quarter or the whole year, that would even be okay if it's deeply meaningful to you, because usually big goals have a lot of moving parts that require a lot of us and a lot of our attention and a lot of our energy and a lot of our mental capacity please feel free to adjust any parts of this exercise to suit what you need. So if three goals feels like, holy shit, that's too many, just do one. That's totally fine. But what we're going to do is take your goals through a questioning process, which is my favorite. Y'all know I love questions. I love to ask questions of myself and of others. I just like to get to know myself better. And I love that you have this opportunity to get to know yourself better as well. So you're going to write down goal number one, write out what goal number one is, And then write down, this goal will be accomplished by blank. So maybe it's the end of quarter one, the end of the year, whatever time frame feels good for you. Then the first question you're going to ask yourself is, what's held me back from achieving this goal in the past? The second question is, how will my life be different if I achieve this goal? And a secondary question to that would be, what will happen if I don't change anything at all? Because Lord knows it's painful to stay the same, to be in the same place today that you were a year ago. That's no fun. We know that. Number three is one of my favorite questions. What type of person do I need to become in order to reach this goal? And then number four is where we get super micro and we establish monthly, weekly, and daily habits and markers of success for this goal. So again, if we were working together one-on-one, we would take time. I would help you brainstorm and come up with ideas and ways to break those goals down into monthly, weekly, and daily habits and markers of success. But since it's just me talking into my microphone and you being there virtually on the other side, which I'm so grateful for, just try to do your best. But you're going to take each of the goals that you've set for the year or the quarter or whatever you decided through those four questions. So again, you're going to write down the goal, what the goal is, this goal will be accomplished by what date, and then answer those four questions. 
that is the majority and the bulk of the goal setting strategy. I'm going to also share two bonus fun little things you can do, which I think are super useful. So I would recommend that you do them because I don't share anything with you unless I think it's going to help you. But here's what they are. Number one, you can write your personal mission statement. So this is a little bit different because I usually have my clients write down a mission and a vision statement for their lives and for who they are. But for this, let's go with I am the type of person who blank. Let's say one of your goals is to wake up at 6 a.m. and go to the gym before work three days per week because you know we love a specific goal because we're more likely to follow through with it. So you can look at your goal and say, I'm the type of person who doesn't snooze their alarm in the morning. Or you can use a more positive one. I'm the type of person who wakes up with their first alarm every morning. I'm the type of person who sets appointments for herself and sticks to them, such as going to the gym at 6 a.m. I'm the type of person who works out three days per week. I'm a healthy person. I'm a strong person. I'm a fit person. And from those I am statements, on a daily basis, you can start to ask yourself better questions. What would a healthy person do? What would a person do who wakes up with their first alarm? They certainly wouldn't snooze it. What would a person do who says they're going to the gym three times a week? They would go to the gym. So again, kind of like your core values, these I am statements are a guidepost to help bring you back to what you want the most and to hold yourself to a higher standard. Not to say you're a perfect human because none of us are perfect and we're not going to be great at all of these things 100% of the time. But if we don't plan, if we don't set goals, there's a 100% chance that we're not going to reach them. So even if you are 75% compliant with all of this or 50% compliant with this, it's better than being 0% compliant because you didn't choose to set goals for yourself at all. Let's get rid of this all or nothing mentality where it's like, I need to be 100% with my goals all year long or else I'm not going to set any. I'm not saying that with judgment because I've done it before too. But it's like, isn't 50% better than 0%? Do we want to aim for only 50%? No, but let's aim for our absolute best, knowing that our best is going to look different every single day, every single week, every single month. And that's okay. That's the human experience. We can always pivot. We can always adjust. If we are three months into the year and we decide this goal isn't working for us anymore for whatever reason, we can shift and pivot or figure out a way to make it feel like it's in more alignment with us. So maybe your goal is you want to do strength training three days per week. And then you realize strength training is just really not for me. I find that I have to drag myself to the gym. The workouts feel so boring. I don't feel like I'm making much progress. You can always switch it up and go to Zumba three days per week or go for walks three days per week or do yoga three days per week. The last fun little exercise you can do is a future casting letter. So in this letter, you're writing to your current self from your future self. For example, you'd be writing from the perspective of December 31st, 2022, so the very last day of this year. And I'll give you an example of what this will look like. So let me just read the details of how to do it. The purpose of this exercise is to help you create a vision of what your ideal life looks like. Your mind, your body, your relationships, your career, anything that's meaningful to you. Where do you want to be? What does that actually look like in your daily life? That's what this future casting letter will help you to uncover. I encourage you to read this letter every day to remind you what your goals are, why you want to achieve them, and what your ideal future looks like. Having this workbook, having these exercises put somewhere you can see it, even if it's condensed and consolidated onto sticky notes, or you make a vision board, or you put it as your phone background, whatever is going to put it top of mind on a daily basis, that's what's most important. So I'll give you an example. I wrote a little future casting letter. This is not mine. This is just one I made up. 
The date is December 31st, 2022, and I woke up today feeling so amazing. I've never felt so energized in my life. My hormonal acne is gone, my skin is clear, I'm sleeping well every night, my clothes are fitting better, and I just feel overall happy. I feel so disciplined with my healthy habits every single day, and as a result of the discipline I've created over the last year, I've become so much more confident in my food choices. I no longer feel guilty when I indulge, and I know how to get right back on track to reach my goals. It feels so amazing to feel free. Every day that I go to work, I have a newfound sense of confidence, I'm vocal about what I want, and I'm not afraid to voice my opinions because I know they matter. I'm lifting heavier than I ever have before in the gym. Working toward reaching my goals is so physically rewarding. I love watching what I'm able to accomplish during every single gym session and love testing my limits. You get the point, but try to include all your main goals, how you want to feel, as if they've already happened. And again, I encourage you to read this letter often, maybe not every single day, but make it part of your morning routine. Or I've even had clients who will type it up, print it, and laminate it, and they keep it with their morning journal so that in the morning when they're writing their gratitudes or whatever they're doing that day, they are able to see what they want to accomplish. I know this podcast was a little bit different because you have to stop and pause and reflect, and I know that most of us just consume podcasts on the go while we're walking, while we're driving, while we're doing something else, but I do hope that if you didn't take a moment to pause and answer the questions today, that you will schedule a date with yourself to sit down and go through these exercises because I promise you, when you start to gain clarity and insight about your goals, what's held you back from achieving them, who you would be with the goal, what will happen if you don't take action, and creating an action plan plan for monthly, weekly, and daily habits, you will start to notice your life becomes more joyful, becomes more free, and you feel amazing having a sense of purpose. I know over the past two years, they've been tough, and sometimes it feels like there's nothing to pull us out of bed in the morning. Setting these goals and having this foundation is a wonderful way to start to get inspired and motivated to work towards things that are meaningful to you. If the past two years have taught us anything, it's that a lot of what goes on outside of our lives is out of our control. But we can't let that stop us anymore. We have to stop saying, oh, I'll just wait till gyms open up for me to start working out again. Because gyms have closed 72 times now. At least here in Canada, that's the case. So are you just going to keep putting off your goals until the conditions are perfect? Or can you start to be more realistic? And even if it's not the best, because you can't work out in a gym and have access to all this wonderful equipment, can you start doing things at home? Let's stop thinking all or nothing, black or white, and let's start finding those more nuanced things that will make us feel good mentally and physically on a daily and weekly basis. I hope you found this helpful. Again, if you want me to do that workshop, let me know. Send me a message on Instagram at Healthy Happy Podcast or shoot me an email, julie at juliebuer.com. And again, everything lives on my website. So if you ever want to find a blog post, a podcast, information about my coaching, ebooks, purchase my book, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, go to juliebuer.com. I'm so happy to be here with you in 2022. I love you. You're doing amazing, even if it doesn't feel like it, because I know, God, I know sometimes it doesn't feel like it. But if somebody were to observe your life from the outside, I bet they would see that you're doing much better than you think you are. So keep pushing forward, even if you're discouraged, even if you feel like the odds are stacked against you. The world is so, so lucky to have you here. And I'm so blessed that you listened to this podcast. So thank you so much for being here with me and spending time with me today. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.